Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Drug addiction. How do you handle, how do you respond, how do you deal with drug addiction in your home and in your family? That's my topic. You know, we've had a number of states now that have allowed drug addiction to flourish. They've welcomed into their family of life within their communities and within their states the free use of marijuana and other drugs. And as a result of that, many people have now increased their drug usage, and many have become addicted that were not addicted before. So we have a nation, we have a country that would rather enjoy a few moments of plastic pleasure than to protect their children and protect their adults from brain damage, broken lives, broken families, broken marriages, broken jobs, and other things that go with it. You know, we have a sad situation to deal with. But, you know, that's what our people wanted when they voted in the free use of marijuana. Now, a study was done recently to look at the use of marijuana and other drugs like opioids in the last couple of years since states have now allowed drugs to be more freely purchased and used within their states. Some very interesting findings have come out. I'm going to talk about this later and in greater depth, but let me just give you a little overview of something, okay? Here's what they found in those states that now allow allow marijuana usage. About 10% of the population have now increased their, or have become users of marijuana and other drugs that were not users before. It doesn't seem like 10% increase is a lot, but that's a lot of people when you think of 10% of your population are now using that drug that were not using it before. But here's a finding that is really even more astounding. 80% of those that were using marijuana and other drugs prior to the state adopting these laws, 80% of them have now increased their drug usage. And with the increase of drug usage, we have the increase of schizophrenia. And with the increase of schizophrenia, we have the increase of violence. So we have now created a pattern that increased marijuana usage contributes to an increase in schizophrenia, which, incre- which contributes to an increase in violence. So states that are now considering the use of marijuana in their states might want to take a look at this kind of research and see if they really want to do that or not. But that's not the reason I really want to talk tonight about this issue of drug addiction and opioid addiction. What do you do as a family What do you do as a parent? What do you do as a spouse? With somebody in your life, within your home, within your family, that's drug addicted. Marijuana, opioids, other drugs. Opioids, of course, are painkillers. And um, what do you do? How do you handle that? How do you deal with that kind of addiction? Let me give you a couple points, okay? Number one, be a listening ear. You're a spouse. If you're a family member, just listen. Now, what you're going to hear is all kinds of justification for drug usage. I had a divorce. I had stress. Didn't do very well in school. Somebody jilted me. Somebody turned me down. Had a breakup of a relationship. All kinds of excuses for drug usage. That's what you're going to hear. You can't argue. You can't debate. You can't set their thinking straight. You know, it's just you're going to have to listen. And people who use opioids and other drugs, they're going to use it, and they're going to use it, 
and they're going to use it until that day when their life is broken apart totally and then they'll reconsider but in the meantime all you can do is listen you know it's there's a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and they don't want to admit that but it's there it's easier to talk about cancer it's easier to talk about sugar diabetes it's easier to talk about other kind of illnesses parkinson's or failure in school or a job failure it's easier to talk about those kind of things than it is to talk about the fact that you're addicted to a drug people just can't admit it can't talk about that they'll talk about everything else about that so you just listen you listen until they have come to the point where their life is now broken and then maybe they'll listen to you now here's the second point to remember don't be a rescuer don't be a rescuer. If you have a family member that's drug addicted, don't be a rescuer. The best thing you can let them do is suffer and suffer and suffer. Come lonely. Experience what it's like to have your marriage broken up. Experience what it's like to have your job lost. Experience what it's like to have your car taken from you, your license taken from you, or to have financial failure, totally so. Don't rescue them in the process. Let them go to the limit and experience what it's like to have nothing from what they've had before. In other words, in Alcoholics Anonymous, they call that hitting bottom. But it's going nowhere. It's going to the depths of nowhere. And until that day, until that time, they're not going to listen to you. So don't be a rescuer. Don't think that because you're going to bail them out of jail that they'll now go to treatment and change their life. Don't think that just because you pay a bill for them or because you give them a meal or because you let them come in your home and stay a day or two and clean up that they're going to stop their drug usage. No, they're not. They're just going to take advantage of you and you're going to feel mad because they took another couple hundred dollars from you. They might even stole something in the meantime. So don't be a rescuer. Let them hit the streets and let them hit the bottom. Okay, here's the third point that's important. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. If you're a family member, if you're a spouse, you're a, uh, any form of a family member, extended family member, take care of yourself. You know, it's emotionally draining to have somebody in your family that's addicted to a drug and living a life on the street and living a life of failure and going nowhere in life. Go to a group meeting of like-minded people who are also in the same situation as you, have family members who are addicted. Go to a meeting like that. Al-Anon would be the way to go. Get some support, get some encouragement, get some perspective, get, uh, get the idea of what it's like from the people who are also going through that same situation as you or have gone through it. You see, it's, it's interesting that we, when we go through a misery time, we like people who have gone through that same misery either before us or along with us. We like support from people who will go through that kind of misery kind of experience as well. Because they know how you feel, they know how you think, they know how you go through this. So they are going to be available to you and helpful to you as you go through this process yourself. So just remember, take care of yourself. Talk to somebody. Get somebody on your side. Okay? Make sure that you're healthy is good. Because it's going to be a long, long process of strain and stress on your life and on your remaining family. And you need to be a support to them. Be open-minded and just be available. But when your loved one hits the bottom and is ready to turn around, you be there 
to support them and be there to encourage them and be there to drive them to the treatment program. You are not the treatment program, remember that. You take them to a treatment program. You are not the treatment program. You are a family member who loves them and is waiting for them to be ready to enter into a treatment program so that you can drive them to the treatment program. So thanks for being available today as we consider this very, very major topic of addiction and addiction in your life, your family life, and be available. Get a perspective on this. Know what is the best way to deal with these kinds of addictions, okay? Now, I'd like you to uh, have a resource here that might be helpful to you. Go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Look at my book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. I have a good section in there on how to deal with drugs in the family. And that's where it starts. So deal with it at that level so you don't have to deal with it at a later level or a much more destructive level. Anyway, thanks for being with me, and bye for now.